Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for tuning in to Benzinga's Daily Socks to Watch podcast, a place where each and every trading day you can get at least five ideas for your day, maybe a big news item like we're going to talk about today over the weekend, maybe some cool opportunities. We're seeing trading ideas in our communities around Benzinga Pro, maybe some traders talking about a stock or a few stocks, things that we think if you don't want to put them on a watch list or a chart, you should at least take a look and consider if maybe you put them on a watch list or a chart. Today is Monday, March 20th, 2023. Hope everyone had a nice St. Patrick's Day weekend if you did celebrate it. Mike, how was your weekend, man? It was great, Brenty. And I, I got to say, I think Mondays... You know, barring big news in the middle or the end of the week, I think Mondays are the best days for for daily stocks to watch. I think I, I love when we Why? come in on Monday and there's news over the weekend and there's stuff to learn. I think, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna tune in for just one day a week, we don't recommend that. We recommend all, all five <laughs> days a week. But if you gotta choose one, I, I love Mondays on the show here. That's a good perspective, Mike. And I like something that you said, stuff to learn. That is definitely a key of the Stocks Watch podcast. Yes, we are tr- uh, pr- providing you with actual trading ideas a few a day, but you get so much education on the podcast. There's little nuggets that we're slipping into uh, in our ideas when we're talking about, like today, we're going to talk about insider transactions. There was a, a, a financial services company that had a ton of executives buying shares over the last week or so. We're going to learn about how that works a little bit, where you can find that info. Always a ton of good education. We're going to start with a quick preview of the list that we're going to get into today. And then we're going to jump into each of these stocks a little bit further, get you a little bit more depth of information on why we have them on our radar today. Our first stock, our big news item from over the weekend, first stock is UBS. It's ticker UBS. Stock to watch two, two is Charles Schwab. S-C-H-W. Number three is Enphase Energy, E-N-P-H. Stock to watch four is Farfetch, F-T-C-H. And our last stock for the day is MicroStrategy, M-S-T-R. Let's kick it off with our big news item from over the weekend that we wouldn't want you to find out about any other way. Can you get us kicked off with uh, UBS, Mike? Let's do it. And a little, a little running gag. I just love... I'll always mention it. I love when the ticker is the same as the name. UBS, ticker UBS. Come on, <laughs> that's great. Uh, shares were up 2% this morning following the weekend's biggest news item of UBS acquiring the big bad Credit Suisse, ticker CS. Credit Suisse shares were down more than 60% under the $1 level after uh, a whole saga of things going on, <laughs> including the biggest um, that the Swiss bank had to bail them out a little bit or at least yeah. promise that they would a ton of stuff just the last couple of years have been very rough for credit suisse um but they continued to kind of harp on oh we're going to restructure we're going to have these big cost savings we're going to do these big strategic things now it's up to ubs to execute on that it's going to be really really interesting wow. in my opinion to see what ubs's strategy is going to be is credit suisse going to become a specific arm of their company or are they going to kind of leave it alone and try and let things work out. I'm, I'm really interested in seeing how this plays out. Um, UBS will pay a little more than half a Swiss franc, 50% of a Swiss franc, 50 Swiss cents. We're not quite sure 
uh, <laughs> of a share in its own stock up from a bid of a quarter franc earlier today worth around. So, okay, so Claire, so there was a bid of a quarter franc earlier, that was earlier that was worth around a billion dollars that Credit Suisse rejected. Now they stepped it up to a half franc worth around $2 billion. But just for, for perspective, that is a really cheap buyout yeah. for a company like Credit Suisse, which historically is one of the big banking, investment banking, huge, huge financial players. So this is a this is just Absolutely. massive news. What are your thoughts, Brenty? Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, what I you know was first looking into the, into the deal. I was imagining the deal was going to be four, five to ten billion dollars. But you know, when a when a bank is really struggling, when a financial institution is really struggling, I mean, what are you going to do? I was surprised that uh, UBS. I was surprised that Credit Suisse rejected the first offer for around a billion dollars. I don't know what kind of position they are in really to you know to like de deny stuff like that but i guess when it's coming from ubs you know i'm sure credit suisse and ubs have worked together a bunch in the past and i i bet that credit suisse would be would prefer to be purchased by ubs so maybe credit suisse could have you know rejected the ubs offer and looked around elsewhere in the space they didn't want to do that though so you know ubs kind of i guess it did them a little favor uh, doubled their bid, still only around $2 billion. And we're seeing a ton of price action in the banking sector continuing. Of course, we, we had a ton of price action last week, but continuing here this week following this big deal. If you use Benzinga Pro, which is Benzinga's premium news and trading analysis platform, go to pro.benzinga.com. If you use Benzinga Pro, there is a really simple but really effective tool on there called the Movers tool. And it just shows the biggest gainers and losers for the day. And if you use the Movers tool every morning like I do and get a ton of value out of it, you'll see that it's just like all big banks, banks and regional banks and big banks that are moving a ton today on the heels of this pretty important news item. Maybe not the biggest like dollar value deal we've had in a while, as far as importance goes, this is probably one of the more important deals that we've had in the last, you know, I'd say a year, a couple of years, even maybe. And just a little perspective on the on the numbers. Last year, Elon Musk bought Twitter for forty four billion dollars. So he twenty two Credit Suisses. Holy cow! Twitter, that is which is mind boggling. Thanks for like thinking of that really quick, Mike. That is some really good perspective, and it it puts stuff into 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 frame you know i mean that's crazy but social media is you know more important than our major financial financial institutions question mark i don't know it's a little terrifying <laughs> stock to watch two folks is charles schwab s c h w uh as the commotion in the banking industry with SVB Silicon Valley Bank uh, a week or two ago started like happening in earnest over the last couple of weeks. Charles Schwab was one that like kind of oddly, I think, was one of the first bank stocks to really start reacting. Uh, when we first started hearing about SVB Financial, I remember I seen some analyst commentary from a couple of analysts at Morgan Stanley, and their knee-jerk re reaction was that the downside in Charles Schwab shares 
was overdone. This was like a couple weeks ago that Morgan Stanley was out saying like, whoa, 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 things are getting a little crazy here. We would be buyers of, of Charles Schwab. While that was happening, guess what execs at Charles Schwab were doing? They were buying the hell out of their stock. Over the last couple weeks with Charles Schwab shares down about 30% or so, uh, I think about 10 executives, like executive level, these are CEOs, COOs, et cetera, et cetera. They bought about $7 million in company stock, Charles Schwab stock over last week alone. So, you know, the quick way to, you know, think about it is these execs at Charles Schwab putting their money where their mouth is, right? And how do we, uh, you know, with, with insider buying like this, how do we find out that this is going on? How do traders and investors, you know, notice things like that? Because like you said, it seems really an important thing to note when the people who are running the company are saying, oh, shoot, this is a great deal. I'm going to buy more of the stock. That's a, it seems go. to be a great sign. On, on those execs effectively saying that they think their stock is on sale and maybe they want to, you know, make make a quick buck on it. The other other side of that, too, is when execs are selling the stock. Right. You know, that's that unless the stock has been rallying a ton, you, you really don't want to see the execs at a company you invest in selling their stock. So uh, to answer your question, Mike, how do we you know hear about this information? Well, execs and other big insiders have to they have to disclose their purchases or their sales of stocks in the company that they're working at uh, that they're employed by with the SEC and that SEC form is called a form 4 it's the insider transaction form that has to be filled out and there are a number of ways that an executive can acquire or dispose of shares through a transaction they can you know they can have options in a company and they can uh exercise those options and get compensation back that's actually one way that a lot of companies compensate their execs is through shares and those aren't open market transactions if you know exec is given shares as a form of compensation though that it's not the exec going out into the open market and buying or selling shares. The transactions that happened in Charles Schwab over last week were in the open market. These were these executives making their own decision, putting their own money on the line and buying some shares here. And you can go to the SEC's website to see the Edgar, it's called the online database, to see these kinds of transactions. But bringing up Benzinga Pro again, you can find SEC filings in Benzinga Pro you can find specifically these Form 4 filings. Really quick education on the Form 4 filing when you look at it. You want to look for in the line item that shows where a transaction happened, the date, the price, the amount of shares that happened. What you want to look for if you're looking for a buy is the letter P for purchase. If you don't see a P, it means that executives acquired shares through something else than an open market purchase. If you're looking for an insider sale, you want to look for capital letter S for sale. There are other ways that insiders can dispose of shares and you want to look for those open market purchases, a P or an S. That's wild. That uh, I never would have you know, put together that there's so many different ways for these executives to be, you know, exercising stock options, maybe private placements, all sorts of stuff going on behind the scenes that it seems like such a 
a straightforward catalyst when they're buying their own stock on the open market. Have you ever seen it where insiders buy and the stock goes down? Is it like, you know, sometimes, oh, maybe they're just they're just too optimistic or is it almost yeah. always uh, an indicator? Yeah, no, it, it definitely happens where insiders buy and the stock goes lower and maybe they want to keep buying. Or, you know, the, the other side is you see insiders selling at a low. That's that's really scary. Uh, if you see insiders selling after the stock's been rallying, it can totally continue rallying and the insiders are are glad they, you know, took some profit um, or whatever. But but yeah, you know, this is a good indicator for um the the what's happening inside the company i think you'd believe that you know if charles schwab's execs were really concerned with the banking industry maybe they wouldn't be putting their own money out there that being said can you know management teams can board of directors like coordinate on these transactions yes absolutely and and maybe that's what happened here at charles schwab you know maybe inside the board the boardroom you know, one, one of the execs or a few of the execs were saying, Hey, if we go out there in the market right now and we all put up a bunch of money, um, maybe that'll look really good. That, that absolutely can happen, but you know, we're, we're kind of shuffling cards here. You know, you want to just take, you know, the information that the market has given us and, and kind of use it over the last week, Charles Schwab execs buying more than about seven, $7 million in company stock. That is not a small number to scoff at. Definitely, definitely. Stock to watch number three is Enphase Energy, ticker ENPH. Shares were upgraded to equivalent of a buy rating by analysts at Raymond James this morning, while the analysts said they were, quote, trying to catch a proverbial falling knife. That's a tough one. They like the company's exposure to the European solar market. And a little bit more commentary from Raymond James as well. Quote, Enphase shares are down 31% year to date as compared to the solar index's decline of 5%. This upgrade also reflects our long-standing preference for clean tech companies with a European overweight. Importantly, Europe emerged as Enphase's leading growth driver in 2022, and we expect even more of that in the years ahead. So not only is uh, Raymond James you know, bullish on Enphase, but interestingly enough, the European market specifically, and with Enphase as this kind of uh, maybe a really good spot where they're not yeah. only... Uh, maybe oversold, but they're also in the market that Raymond James is optimistic about. Yeah, good good way to put it. And when you hear that, you know, uh, a stock in a specific sector is is largely underperforming a bunch of other stocks in the sector. This is a good thing that analysts look for that they use to, you know, try to get a little edge on uh, some of their research. Enphase, a, a European solar name. You know, thought it was nice to get a little switch up from from the financials. We've been talking a ton about financials over the last few weeks. We've talked a ton about the generative AI theme. Always nice to sprinkle in a couple other ideas. Get you a nice like green energy, clean energy name here in Enphase. Stock to watch for Farfetch FTCH. This is a provider. Uh, they have an online platform, e-commerce for connecting sellers and buyers for personal luxury goods. I had heard about Farfetch because it's like a stock and I know stocks. I personally had never heard of Farfetch as like a company. Got it on my radar here today. A couple of analysts at Morgan Stanley naming Farfetch a top way to play a theme that Morgan Stanley analysts were really excited about here this morning. 
a reacceleration in e-commerce. Pretty interesting. They also mention like a Walmart WMT. They also mention Amazon AMZN, of course, as ways to get some exposure. A uh, quick little quote here from the Morgan Stanley analyst on this theme of a reacceleration in e-commerce. They said, quote, e-commerce penetration is growing again off a higher post-COVID base. Scale players with leading platforms and infrastructure are best positioned to take view, uh, to take share. We view Farfetch as a key share taker in one of the key remaining underpenetrated e-commerce categories, which is global luxury. Kind of interesting there that they have this perspective on Farfetch is kind of one of the few names in this in this little niche here inside of the luxury goods space. That's a really interesting one because it seems like global luxury is not, maybe not as beholden to bad trends. It seems to be pretty robust a lot of the time. So this could be a a very interesting uh, stock to watch if you're looking at e-commerce, but especially uh, luxury goods. I mean, you know, maybe you go in on, uh, you know, any specific luxury stocks, but this could be a way to play the luxury sector while also going into e-commerce. And I think that's a really interesting one of looking at uh, underpenetrated e-commerce because it seems like it's been mm-hmm. such a huge thing over the last uh, years that if there's any space, uh, I'm sure companies like Farfetch are looking to grab it. And and there's an interesting dichotomy here because, you know, like last week we talked about Uh, the state of the economy in general and kind of uncertainty related to the economy. We noticed a call from an analyst last week on Darden restaurants, which is the owner of a bunch of, you know, like kind of corporate restaurant chains. Uh, Darden got upgraded last week by analysts, by one analyst. And, you know, the contrast that we're, we're seeing here with kind of uncertainty in the economy, but there's a consumer name like Darden that's getting upgraded. There's a luxury online e-commerce platform in Farfetch that yes, we have concerns out there for the economy. Still, these analysts are going, you know, luxury goods. There's no concerns with luxury goods here or else Morgan Stanley wouldn't have, you know, made this one of their top picks in the space. Definitely. Stock to watch number five is MicroStrategy, ticker MSTR. I feel like we haven't talked about them in a while. No. Yeah. It's been a long time, but MicroStrategy is one of the classic ways to play Bitcoin without buying Bitcoin directly. <laughs> uh, one of the stock ways to, to play Bitcoin. Shares were up nearly 5% this morning and back down a little bit following a pretty big weekend rally in Bitcoin price. MicroStrategy has really its big cash position directly in Bitcoin. And we've seen Bitcoin pop up over the $28,000 mark. There was some commentary over, over the weekend that you know it would pop even higher to 30,000. We haven't seen another crazy move yet, but it Mm -hmm. could be coming. Who knows which way it's going to go. And again, MicroStrategy is 100% one of those stocks to watch around Bitcoin because it is such an interesting way to get exposure. Last weekend, not not this past weekend, two weekends ago, Bitcoin price was around near the $20,000 level. And now we're, you know, about $8,000 higher here. Uh, over just the last week, uh, over the weekend, price moved over 27,000. It's kind of flirting. Uh, over last week, Bitcoin price kind of moved over the 27,000 level and ended up taking out the 28,000 level, getting a little bit more uh, interest here in Bitcoin again as the price potentially nearing the 30,000 level. I think MicroStrategy 
like you know they're kind of the classic play on bitcoin they're kind of famously the company that has like 100% of its cash cash position at least a year ago they had like 100% of their cash position in bitcoin not sure if that's been like updated over the last year but when bitcoin moves microstrategy here is also moving a little bit with it all right folks that's going to wrap it up for our list today kept you a little longer than normal on the podcast but we had a ton of good information hope everyone got some good ideas some good education some good knowledge out of our podcast hope everyone has an excellent trading day we'll be back with another edition of benzinga's daily socks watch podcast tomorrow have a wonderful day everybody and we'll catch you tomorrow did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10 percent or more result from a single news headline that's right News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today.